0: 70 Lady Snowblood, directed by Toshia Fujita. I was just corrected before the show not to say his name as Fujita, so <laughs> I didn't. I just want y'all to know that I did not do that. I was
1: fiddling with my shit here because I'm driving. I'm parked now, but I was fiddling with my recorder, and when I looked up, there was a parked car. So I had to swerve and I just thought it would be <laughs> fucking hilarious <laughs> if you started the, uh, the episode with like, <laughs> hi, everybody, welcome. And then on my end, you just <gasps> hear,
0: <laughs>
1: and then I make, I make yeah. one of those embarrassing noises that dying people make like, <laughs> and then I die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> 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 but David just died on this <laughs> show so uh it's set in ni- 1874
1: we're <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying to talk through a broken jaw. I'm
0: like, <laughs> starring
1: uh, Mia Mia kunaki
0: you one up Kanye West mm-hmm. instead of it's like through the wire but it's like it's before the wire yeah it's like Yep, exactly. It's just through the jaw hanging off your face. Yeah. My uh speaking of jaw, I've been having a bunch of uh I don't know if this is where some of my like um sort of suicidal ideations been coming from lately too, but I've been having a lot of health health issues creep back up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My fucking got like a jaw disease. All my shit's rotting out of my mouth, and chronic headaches from that shit. And
1: yeah, my wife had a headache today because she was on her period too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and my tummy (laughs) hurts. My tummy (laughs) (laughs) hurts.
1: Nah man, I've got I've got the solutions dude I've got all the solutions To your suicidal ideation And our money was I've got it figured out What's that? Well, uh, it involves food stamps it's a, little, it's a little trick I like to call Selling people food stamp cards So you take the food stamp cards That you get for free You sell them to people for a reduced rate Right? So automatically Profit Right off the bat, your profit. Mm-hmm. You take that...
0: Yeah, I've done this.
1: You take that profit, you buy some scratch tickets and with mm-hmm. those scratch tickets, see, sometimes you can buy a scratch ticket for like $5. You make like six fifty. is a 150% return on your investment. So before you know it, you're out of the fucking shit, man. You're, you're good to go. No, I have a, I, I have oh, some real okay. shit. See,
0: yeah, she so just stole food stamps and played the lottery every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. This is a genius idea. Why has nobody ever thought of this?
1: Well, we are uh, innovators in many ways of the podcast format of, uh, you know, in our writing and now in our money-making ventures. No, I got some real shit, though. I got some real shit. But you were talking before we started recording about, you know, Roan being scared of the dark and... I was like yeah i'd, I'd probably just tell him to get over it because and you're like yeah i've seen your parenting style and uh what i was telling you is that i'm trying to bring back a synthesis i'm trying to create a synthesis of different parenting styles because i watched these guys called the dumb dads the dumb dad podcast on uh, instagram they seem like nice enough guys some of their videos are pretty cute uh and one of them it's you know dads throughout the ages and <clears throat> the nineteen fifties dad is like, well, your mother had a hair appointment, which I feel very that she's very selfish for doing that. But I guess I have to watch you for a few hours. So who knows how to cook, right? And basically, <laughs> like, like you go throughout the ages. Like the eighties dad is just passed out drunk. The nineties parent is just a note that's left on a counter. And then uh, the modern dad, us basically, is <clears throat> this dad who's like figured out all these activities he wants to do with his kids, you know? And then at the end of it, he's like, but I do have to, uh, a little bit of work to do before we can do that. So I'm going to have to do, give you your screens for like an hour or something. He's like, I'm such a fucking terrible father. You know, the joke being that we beat ourselves (laughs) up too much and we're pretty good as far as dad, which, and I agree with cute video. I liked it, but I'm trying to bring, I'm trying to bring the best of both worlds back, right? Like a caring dad, who takes care of his kids, we do activities all day. This kid has got for a two- year old he's got like a crazy vocabulary like I'm whipping ass with this boy, you know. but also at... oh yeah,
0: bro with the planets and shit, I was like, what the? fuck? Yeah, yeah, but I don't even know my planets.
1: <laughs> but like at the same time to- <clears throat> at the same time, uh, pretty firmly putting my foot down when there's bullshit. And just being like, yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. Because I don't know, man. Do you think it's possible that a lot of the neuroses and the kind of zombie-eyed SSRI people we see wandering about today, couldn't that possibly be from having your feelings validated a little bit too much? You know, like you're like, like you're yes, not supposed so, to feel yeah, bad. Yeah, 100%. You're not supposed to feel And I can hear people already like, I take SSRIs because my dad never paid attention to me. I'm like okay well I mean that's bad too And
0: Well you can keep taking them until your stomach erodes like mine so Have fun With that. Did you
1: ever take SSRs?
0: Oh yeah yeah I used to Eat them shits so like can Really?
1: I yeah. didn't know that about you
0: that was, I f- that was where I first got hooked on I was like 14 And it was all downhill from there hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And now look at me yeah, I do want to bring that back.
1: It was funny. I had Gus on his uh, skateboard because I'm trying to kind of be like a Tiger Woods dad, but for skateboarding. <clears throat> so he's two. He's on his skateboard, and I'm like, I'm like, get on the fucking skateboard, get on the fucking skateboard right now. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to. I want to watch Monster Machines. I'm like, I'm gonna break the fucking TV in front of you if you don't get on your fucking skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But anyway, so we're just, we're walking around the neighborhood on a skateboard, and this guy goes, uh, hey. I say, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, y'all want some, uh, uh, elbow pads and knee pads? And I was like, what? He's like, elbow pads and knee pads. And I'm like, well, well what do you, what do you mean? He's like, oh, my son, we got the, some for him, but they gave him the pink ones, and We didn't want the pink ones; we wanted the blue ones. So then they sent us the blue ones. So we had just this extra pair of pink ones. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, get back on the fucking skateboard. Get back on the
0: fucking skateboard right (laughs) now." You're like, "Are you calling my kid gay, bro? (laughs) Is that what you're doing?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was really nice. It was really nice. I immediately threw that shit in the trash, but I I accepted the the knee pads, you know, off off off-rip, you know. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be polite. And then I was like, "He's not wearing that. There's no way." Not because they're pink, but because no. th- he's not wearing pads.
0: Because they're safety pads. Mm-hmm. Fuck that mm-hmm. shit. Correct. Correct. Don't know if real skaters wear pads. What are you a? What are you a vert skater?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Tony Hawk does and Bob Bernquist does. Uh, who
0: else? Yeah, because they're they're ramp guys. Yep. They're indoor competition guys. <clears throat> yep. These the streets, Gus. Mm-hmm. Be like,
1: be like, fucking. Rodney Mullen, be like fucking Chad Muska.
0: Um, I expect Gus to have the middle, like just a stripe down the middle of his head shaved with a zipper tattooed right there mm -hmm. within the next year and a half. It's going
1: to be so dope. It's going to be so cool. Well, the thing is, is just, you know, within reason, I just kind of wanted him to get used to scraping his, his elbows and his knees up, you know? Just there's something to what people say about the um, the problem with helicopter parenting, and a, a lot of people think that helicopter parenting just means that you are, are just way over uh, controlling. You know, like you just. May, but really, what it is is it's just it's the complete elimination of risk from a child's life. And I mean, we when I was kids, man, mom would send us out of the house at like ten. And I fucking get it. I get it. we come home at like five or six. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to my friend's house. She'd be like, all right, bye. And I'm talking like 10, 11 years old. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, and you just, here in this neighborhood, you start to see it coming back, actually. I see a bunch of kids out there about that age, you know, skating and, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> there was this one. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, I was coming down the hill <clears throat> towards my house. And these neighbor girls, they must be maybe eight, eight through ten. There's like a group of five of them. And they were playing this game. They saw the car coming and they all laid down in the street. And I was like, that's kind of cool, though. That's kind of cool. like it's stupid.
0: <laughs> it's it's stupid, <laughs> but it's like, oh, oh, man. Like, that's like the other day when I was uh, I was driving after it rained like crazy, uh, which was just. I think it was just a normal rainy day here but it was like really bad as it is the streets were all flooded and shit and there's like giant standing pools of water and i'm driving home from the grocery store and there's kids that are like soaking wet standing on the sidewalk and they point to this puddle on the opposite in the opposite lane i was like all right i like swerved and hit that bitch and like splashed both of those motherfuckers that's
1: what's up i like that you know we see uh you know kids getting splashed with sewage and you know girls you know laying down in the middle of a busy street and our reaction is just like look at that not a screen inside
0: right yeah (laughs) no you should get there's what is uh i mean what's what would be the meaning of life to just get through it without anything happening to Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm.
1: trying to think i definitely got I never broke a bone. I've actually never broken a bone. I got a fucked up knee, but I never broke a bone. Uh, I did get a laundry basket through the leg. That one was uh, probably my worst injury. I still have that scar. because so I was playing Indiana Jones on a bunch of upturned laundry baskets. My mom kept saying, quit doing that shit. You're gonna break through and it's gonna hurt. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. I don't care Fuck fucking Indiana Jones <clears throat> The floor is lava You're dead anyway So <laughs> I can't hear you You're dead <laughs> And then I jumped on that bitch It went Bam It got sharp as fuck too It was just like Embedded in my leg Um But I mean You know You find You know All the classic kid shit Find porno magazines In the woods oh uh you know normal kid shit i don't know why that's the only memory i have of my childhood but you know
0: (laughs) the most extreme and this was one this was one occasion uh i'd say on average we were three levels below this kind of crazy (laughs) but the most extreme was when uh a friend and I stole each of our our moms' twenty twos out of their purses, mm-hmm. and we went out in the woods and were like target practicing. And then we started like shooting at each other, <laughs> but from like far away, from like not really trying to kill each other, but just like <coughs> have a. Uh, funny enough i didn't even ask for the tattoo this is a tattoo that somebody gave me he just kept going he was supposed to give me one thing and just kept going up my shoulder and then across my chest and shit and i was like okay whatever i'm i was just sitting there watching a mermaid documentary as dude just kept adding pieces mm-hmm. to my skin. Free ink. but uh yeah it's free ink so i was like okay cool uh but he tattooed a tree going up my like twisting up my shoulder mm-hmm. over the scar, where that in that uh, scenario, the my friend shot at the tree I was hiding behind, mm-hmm. and it splintered into my shoulder, <laughs> and so I had like all this uh like tree like wood. It was like more than like bark and shit. It was like you know I had this wood like in my shoulder, mm-hmm. and uh and then I got a tree tattooed over that several years later. There's it's... a
1: metaphor in there somewhere. Yeah, we used to play with this cap gun that looked like a real .45. Because, you know, this is 1998. I don't even think. When did Columbine happen? Was it 1998? I don't know.
0: Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, That was 2001. Oh, that was something else. Yeah,
1: something else happened then. Oh, bro, I saw this hilarious Instagram video uh, where this guy's walking next to his friend, and he's like, oh, got your nose and the, the kid goes, very funny, 2011 called, they want their joke back, and then he's on his phone, like he's talking to 9-11, and, and then he goes, a second plane just hit the towers. <laughs> 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 well, these kids weren't even, I mean, they weren't born, you know? Like if you're in high school now You were born in what 2015 or something Wait No 2005 Right 2000 Yeah that's it Right Because that's when I was 18 (coughs) Which is crazy dude That's crazy 18 Like When I was 18 The kids who are 18 now were born Another Oh boy Another time rant Here we go How does time work (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so have you? Do you? There's something about the new. Uh, it's the mi- millennium, right? Yeah, it's, it's the will. Something about being a new, the Willenium. Mm-hmm. I call it the trillennium because mm-hmm. I'm from Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, something about it makes dates so hard to remember. I remember just having like a librarian catalog like in my head in the 90s but like the further we got into the 2000s and especially 23 years into it I'm like I can never remember what year it is I can never remember when most anybody's birthday was who was born in this time for him like Mm -hmm.
1: no I can't remember anything either it's the it's just the idea that if you if you outsource a skill you don't have to learn it anymore. it's like a calculator right you don't have to know math if you got to okay,
0: that's what it, it's not that it's it's not that the numbers look weird. See, I was blaming it on the numbers look mm-hmm. weird. There was something sonically like uh catchy about 1993, 19, oh. what it, you know, all that oh, shit. Oh. And then like 2000, it's like 20. Well, there's even some people say 2023, some people say 2023. And it's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. neither of those even really sounds good, right? So, right. like,
1: actually, I don't know anybody who says 2023 remember like people say 2001 but anyway it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter. i don't know i saw this video uh from a channel that i'll link to i guess if i remember that i said this tonight <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> but it was an interview with dr joseph p farrell who's an oklahoma guy i think really smart dude he was wearing a uh, a trilby in the interview which is tight gotta bring trilbies back but uh he was talking about time and time crystals so apparently uh the government has invented a crystal in which uh i guess it like traps the flow of time so it's it's on a quantum level but the idea is that if you can do it on a quantum level you can do it on a big <clears throat> like a freeze frame kind of thing like a time crystal and he also said something check this shit out this this fucked me up so he said time travel is obviously real right because there are uh you know the elements of the universe are solid liquid and gas but then there's a fourth which is plasma okay so the biggest structure in the universe is a plasma structure called the great sloan wall it's 187 billion light years long one structure that's that long made out of plasma so his whole thing is like if one structure is bigger than a light year, then the whole idea that you can't go faster than the speed of light is bullshit. Which means that time travel can be real. I was like, what the fuck? Uh,
0: because that structure is present across that time span, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one
1: continuous Damn. one continuous structure that's held together. Right. If it wasn't held together, it wouldn't matter. But it's like if you think of our bodies, if there was a human body made out of plasma like Dr. Manhattan and it was as long as 187 billion light years then you know like if the the head controls it and the foot moves like a human body that impulse went faster than the speed of light to the tune of 187 billion times faster than the speed of light so it's whole motion is time travel
0: holy shit the great Sloan wall is what I call my penis (laughs)
1: <laughs> nice one, nice one I don't know what else to add to that, but hell yeah, brother
0: <laughs> Speaking of helicopter parenting, Lady Snowblood was born in a prison.
1: Oh yeah let's let's so let's uh, uh get into it then lady snowblood nineteen seventy
0: three yeah nineteen seventy three I just watched it uh I watched it again the other day i had a lot of so a lot of times i forget pretty much every movie including like itchy the killers like watching it again for the first time every kind of it's like every time i watch it that's my favorite movie i've seen it a million times but every time i watch it i go oh oh shit i remember this scene and it's the whole movie i'm like that but i couldn't recount it right now on the spot and tell you what happens but like lady snowblood i had these weird false memories of it i was like yeah i I know this this movie's great it's like this chick is raped in prison no she doesn't that's not what happens uh she actually fucks the shit out of all the guards until she gets pregnant so that she can make her demon baby who is a demon because she says it's a demon she can make her demon baby a or no, that's that that's wrong. She went to a priest and was like put a demon in me and uh and then she went and fucked a bunch of guards until she got pregnant and then she was like, You must complete my path of vengeance And uh so the baby grows up just to, with a kill list of people to hunt down and kill for her mom.
1: That's like my origin story, except my mom worked at a McDonalds
0: yeah it's kind of like my origin story too except i'm not a girl
1: mm-hmm. oh good point yeah that should have been what i led with that wasn't my first thought that should
0: have been your uh, yeah this is exactly like me except my mom worked at mcdonald's but other than that i'm a lady who was born in prison mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: absolutely well if you think about it we're all kind of we're trapped in a flesh prison we're in the prison of capitalism you know, mm. we're
0: because And gender is a spectrum. Gender is a
1: spectrum. So, I stand by my statement. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm just gonna start saying the wildest shit and just being like, "No, nah, I stand by that. I absolutely stand by it. Gravity's not real." And people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, you, you gravity's clearly real." I'm
0: like, "No, uh-uh. Prove it." What do you mean clearly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just start picking
1: on the minutiae of what they're saying they're like they're like you are fucking dumb you're like what do you mean by dumb what are you trying to say like what do you mean what do you mean well if you drop something it falls to the ground i'm like define fall okay because if everything was inverted it would actually be going up wouldn't it checkmate
0: P- prove it's my favorite one every time there's such a man little kids catch on to that quick too because <laughs> prove it I'll be running into some snot-nosed kids who are like, prove it. I'm like,
1: man, fuck. It's like, I can't, I can't do that.
0: I got to, do I look like Bill Nye? Yeah. I'm supposed to like whip out the PowerPoint. Well, now when and they say prove it, you can just be like, Google it.
1: And I'll be like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, no, that shit's terrible. That shit, Google was telling me I have cancer the other night. And I was like, I'm trying to look up dietary shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boop. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is supposed to be the new the new uh, clean radio friendly agitator
0: clean yeah we're mainstream 20 23 minutes mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. why am i saying that again every time i'll be like <laughs> i just say out loud it was an hour in yeah dumbass yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i wish i had interesting stories uh-huh. about what happened in the week i gotta make my life more exciting it's just not very exciting you know I mowed the lawn. Uh push reel mowers. A lot of fun. They do not do a great job. I had to mow that bitch twice because of all the strips that it missed. Um anyway, this is a ramble about how nothing interesting happens in my I played Cyberpunk for like four hours last night. That shit was tight. I got a new whip. This is
0: the lawn mower review segment of mm. mm-hmm. Agitation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. Talk about this! That whip was clean. Yeah, yeah. Might use that as the as the episode
1: picture. Lady Snowblood with the picture from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, why? Because look at it. That. So, did you steal that? Mm. Did you find it? Is no, that? No, I. Did you? I want it? it in a fight. I'm doing the beat on
1: the brat. Uh, line. Oh yeah, that shit is hard as yeah. fuck. Yeah, I went to the Glen. It was funny. I sent Glen from Rare Candy because there's a point when you drive to the glen where it said uh where it says entering the glen so i screenshotted it and, and, <laughs> and sent it to him and he was like and he was like uh oh yeah i'm being entered and then i was like no dude it's just the name of the place in the game the fuck is wrong with you like <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs>
0: why would you say something why would you like say that? something
1: like that but no i did the um that one you have to get uh you have to put up a twenty thousand dollar uh Bet when you fight the guy. And uh by this point I have like, bro, I have like a hundred and twenty thousand eddies in my account. I've just been like doing every mission. <clears throat> I don't even know what to spend it on. I, I literally don't. I mean the cars on offer right now don't impress me. <clears throat> I have like three bikes, three cars. I got a Delamain car. That shit just goes so hard. If you do the uh not the Delamain mission where you recover the seven the seven Psycho cars. I don't know if you did that one or not.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one
1: after that, uh, Delamain gets a virus. And so you have to break into the facility and, and reset it. And uh, if I had more technical ability, I could have kept all the, all the insurgent cars' memories intact and kind of merged it all, but I didn't. So I just reset the whole thing. But I get a free Delamain out of it and that shit is fucked you if you run into some a car with a delamain like that shit just goes flying it's fucking awesome but
0: that's crazy yeah, yeah that's a wild ass car like super bulletproof and mm-hmm. like well it's what you run over adam smasher in the uh your first time in a delamain car yep
1: that's right yeah you do so lady snowblood she's born in a prison she's a weapon of vengeance
0: she's a weapon of vengeance because uh it's impossible to recount this story. The reason Lady Snowblood is amazing and beautiful is because visually, it's it's kind of like the Reffin thing where it's like, this is just pretentious art house bullshit. And it's like, no duh, it's a movie. It's supposed to look really pretty. Mm-hmm. Lady Snowblood looks incredibly pretty, like the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, just the way the, the film texture, the colors the the cinematography the angles uh very 70s what would you call that style oh i'm sure there's like a a schooled term it's for like it, where the, the music like,
1: is always like blaring horns and you know like a lot of, a lot of yeah, smash cuts yeah. and color and you know it's when they were having fun with the whole thing and people were paying them to have fun they said here have a Fuck yeah all the money, that's have why have
0: the fun. 70s were so good apparently it was it was happening in japan too because like america that was probably our best decade right the 70s we had the exorcist alien uh the godfather yeah yeah that's true i would say
1: for me oh that's a really good I don't,
0: 2005
1: yeah i was gonna say i actually think the <laughs> 2010s were pretty good um Because, like, wait, hold on. When did Iron Man come out?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what we meant to say. No, No, Uh, the
1: 70s were good. The 80s were were pretty awesome, too. Um, Just for, like, the 80s, though, I always think of in terms of, like, low budget. Like, late 80s, early 90s That's when you start to get Steven Seagal, all that kind of American Dragon. uh, No, American Ninja. That's what I meant to say. You know what i mean like that's like oh, american ninja went yeah hard. all those movies go super blood sport um all the john club Man there was a, stuff.
0: I remember the very the very first kill in american ninja is ingrained in my memory mm-hmm. when he like uh he like does a little tuck and roll underneath the jeep grabs a screwdriver from like the toolkit and then ninja stars it into that dude's eye socket mm-hmm. i was like oh shit yeah. That's why he's an American ninja, because he just did a ninja move with, like, a screwdriver.
1: It's true. They don't have screwdrivers in, in Japan.
0: Um, they use <laughs>
1: ninja stars in Japan. To,
0: to... <laughs> they, they use ninja stars to change <laughs> the batteries. So on the Japanese radio. guy being like, son,
1: go get the ninja star. And then the kid comes back. He's like, oh, the flathead ninja star. And the kid's like, oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah no that's what i think of and then in the 90s i mean the 90s went pretty hard bro that was like the the blockbuster era you had jurassic park uh i count indiana jones and the last crusade 89 but close enough for me you had uh terminator 2
0: it feels 90s yeah
1: terminator 2 um and yeah a lot of other movies i'm sure came out in the 90s as well
0: you know it's very simple about what makes movies better back then is the camera Totally,
1: totally you read that article if if they simply Eddie shared uh
0: alright I'm gonna let you finish I'll I'll, I'll tell you about it I'll tell you about it (coughs) I read most of what Eddie says I don't remember maybe but yeah if if I did I was just like yeah I already knew that that's what I thought Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but no cameras just look like dogs it they're great if you're shooting a rap video. Mhm. But even still Atlanta is proof and they probably I think they shot Atlanta digitally and added uh like post effects, post production grain and stuff like that. But um they at least made it look real grainy and shit. And that was even proof that like rap style shit looks cooler mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. on film. It does. Yeah, it's the
1: grain. That's what this article said. It's you like the grain gives dimensionality. Because, like, digital is too close to how we see things. But, like, film grain creates a, uh, well, not distance, but just a, a depth, I guess, that digital doesn't have.
0: You, distance is good for stories, mm-hmm. for art, any kind of art. You want distance. You want to feel something different, not just, like, natural. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, uh, yeah, you could just step outside and look at shit if you want it to look clear. Mm-hmm. like, wow, this looks like real life. It's like, okay, you could just open your door for free. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dumbass. You're gonna pay $50 to sit in the theater with like $20 yeah. popcorn and watch watch this shit to be like this looks like
1: outside exactly exactly but that's that's what he's kind of saying and the guy says that you know everybody knows it
0: movies today bro they just suck and here are the reasons why oh that's what the the one that eddie was uh yeah eddie wrote well i thought you meant the one that he like like he sent something that somebody else wrote or both
1: it's both so eddie's responding to this guy's uh, article right the guy says that shit sucks and i've i gotta disagree with eddie on this one because the guy's conclusion at the end of it he's like look a lot of this lands in the lap of the audience people like this shit that we all hate most people like it and that's what they want <clears throat> and eddie was like no it's more of a you know because this is what studios will fund and I was, I'm kind of like, no, dude, I mean, studios are funding it because they market test everything. And they found out what makes them the most money. And in America, what makes the most money is more often than not the thing that people like more. So people do like that. People hate to be confused. They, uh, they like to see things that they clearly understand. And a lot of people think that. A lot of people watch their TVs with motion smoothing on, dude. And they think it looks great. They do. They're
0: like... Yeah, they want no shadows. They want no dimension. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They want it to all look like a soap opera.
1: Yep. A lot of people like it. It's weird. A lot of people like it. I've seen
0: it. A lot of people like those indoor, outdoor, like, daylight lights, too. Mm -hmm. You walk in and it's like, oh, wow, your house looks like a hospital. That's cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: No, they do. They do. The same way that people like putting weed killer on their lawn and eating processed food and you know taking ssri like people just like it
0: oh Um, i've got uh i've got a freezer full of fresh ground beef shout out my parents oh that's what's up dude Um, that's awesome they live they live on a ranch uh and the 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 owner had a cow slaughtered and when them shits go to slaughter you get a fuck ton of meat out of that shit like just a fuck ton so like my parents got a whole lot and they weren't even the like they weren't even first on the list Damn. they were just it's like hey y'all want y'all want a, a shitload of this yeah, yeah. like yep. hell yeah 10
1: pounds of cow it's like of course yeah absolutely um I get a bunch of catfish from my stepdad cause he fishes all the time and every time I come over he opens up his freezer and takes out a Ziploc bag that he's written David on in sharpie and he goes here you go I'm like cool so we eat catfish we eat hell catfish yeah. like a motherfucker dude just catfish catfish catfish
0: I was offering Erica a uh, full experience pedicure the other day. She was like, "Oh man, my feet hurt." She, was, you know, it was uh, Roman's birthday party this weekend. Mm-hmm. we were doing a ton of walking around and setting things up, and then it was outside and a bunch of kids, you know, chasing around and shit. She was like, "Man, my feet hurt." I was like, "How about you know, I'm gonna give you the works. You a foot massage. I paint your toenails. I'll uh." put you I'll do one of those little you know Japanese treatments throw some fish up in a bowl and everything Mm -hmm. I was like I don't really know what they'd be using though so I'm gonna get some catfish just take care of that shit like (laughs) that was the funniest image in my head of like you go to a salon and stick your feet in one of those big vats of Water where the minnows or something are supposed to like nibble off dead skin or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just a catfish that comes and swallows you, swallows your foot like, like you're noodling. Um, <laughs> like you're noodling, That's too funny,
1: yeah, yeah. But on this on this movie tip though, when I read that shit, I, I just gotta disagree, man. I'm not like I'm not actually a huge doomer when it comes to movies because I'm a very average movie watcher. I think the people who get the most mad about this are the people who want to watch three or four movies a day, and they run out, so they just watch the, the dumb shit,
0: you know? That's what it seems like, because there's a lot of shit I haven't caught up with. Blonde looks really good. Oh, that's great. Uh, that just came out. Uh, I've seen some... There's been Mieke shit that's dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Those that, that fucking... What was the the mole song? yeah
1: Yep, Mole Really good. Yep. Um, Two days from now, fucking John Wick 4 comes on streaming, so I'll watch that.
0: John yeah. Wick 4 was tight as fuck. So many people are, like, so many RC people who love the show are going, What the fuck? What? Why? <laughs> y- y'all legitimately are retards. Because, I don't know. I think John Wick falls into the, like, franchise popcorn, uh, Ba- baby candy category, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Every art I've noticed, I thought it was an exception just because of how cool it is. I was like, "Yo, everybody's got to like John Wick," but it turns out a bunch of, bunch of artistic people, think that John Wick is in the same camp as Marvel and all that shit. Oh right, that's which, a bad take. Uh, but which f- fine, fine if it is. Like instead mm-hmm. of just. Mm-hmm you know why can't there's always there can always be an exception
1: yeah i don't see it though i don't see it i mean it's a kung fu movie with really great choreography and the look of it is amazing you want to talk about digital actually looking good just put a bunch of neon on the screen
0: that's the solution like that's it a hundred percent i even said that i think watching this one i told erica because i'm always bitching about to her too i'm like this looks like ass and she's like yeah yeah (laughs) you say that about everything (laughs) again
1: her her being a normal person she's like i i don't know i mean looks fine everything looks fine i don't know but but yeah yeah put some pinks and deep blues and put a a thumping you know techno soundtrack. Get some bitch in you know S and M leather to sing operatically over that shit. And I'm like, oh, let's go. And mm-hmm. then you got John Wick yanking mm-hmm. dudes' heads back and putting a bullet through the base of their brain. I mean, that's that's tight to me. I don't know what else to say. That maybe that is my version of get uh, fucking Captain America got a shield back. But like, yo, if in John Wick, if he like when he loses his his car he goes back to get it in part 2 you're like ooh he's back and then he smashes that shit up does the car come back in part 4
0: yeah oh there's everything in part 4 everything mm-hmm. part 4 is the captain america got his shield back for the john, <laughs> john wick movies they put they put fucking everything <laughs> in it that's why it's fucking 3 hours long that's,
1: this is this is our into uh understanding why guys like this guy wrote you know, all movies are bad now. We're we're finding our version of that because if there were twelve John Wick esque movies, I'm not talking about you know Atomic Blonde or whatever, um, or you know how there've been like John Wick clones kind of. Um, yeah. But if there were like movies of that quality, because it's like okay, y'all don't like John Wick. Did y'all like the Raid? I'll bet you they like the Raid it's it's oh, the same yeah. shit no
0: john wick is 100 percent it's it's the raid like i don't know like there's no difference be like oh I hate it's the... people running at each other it's off. it's digital cameras too yeah. it's the like you guys like the cgi that... blood
1: yes yeah i think it looks fine i don't know i mean
0: yeah it's dark yeah, enough maybe I'm that stupid. It's like it's not <laughs> they talk about cgi blood as if they can tell mm-hmm. i couldn't tell Somebody said something about CGI Blood and John Wick, and I was like, What? Yeah. Which scene? What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I just. As long as they bleed and it looks like they bleed, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but it looks
1: cool. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little relative about this whole thing, because, yeah, maybe it is all relative, dude. I mean, there are people I know, uh, children and adults, who like. Who love that Marvel shit. Like. Gus has a Black Panther shirt. He thinks Black Panther's cool. It's not his favorite shit. Monster Trucks are his favorite shit right now. But, like, you know, his favorite show, Blaze, it's objectively bad, but it's for children, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of Marvel, and maybe that's John Wick also. But, like, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I'm glad that my snobbery ended in high school and I stopped being a snob about shit because it doesn't mean that i don't think things suck because i certainly do but it just feels like if you have such a narrow idea of what's good number one you're gonna have a really hard time making art because you have no populist sensibilities whatsoever so nobody's gonna buy your shit right so that's bad and number two there's so much out there like i want to see um what's it called Bo is Afraid the new Ari Oster movie mm-hmm. yeah I want to yeah, see yeah. that I want to see John Wick 4 I want to see Northman I got a kid I don't really get to watch a whole bunch like I've been watching episodes of Demon Slayer here and there I've been watching uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure which we should totally do an episode on
0: one day oh hell yeah um yeah because we can do the Miike movie too the Miike movie yeah it's a it's a manga you can we can read it on Shonen Jump and then there's the the anime. Yep,
1: yep. I put the anime on it with Gus because it's like all colorful and shit. I was like, this will be fine. The first image in the anime is a is a dude with like a spike through his mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, whoops. <laughs> and Gus was just, Gus saw that he goes, oh no. I was like, yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? So anyway, all this kind of stuff, and to me, it just kind of seems. It kind of seems fine. I mean...
0: Listen to the rest of this lovely conversation. Plus, gain full access to the archives, bonus episodes, read serialized novels on Yugen Junk Weekly, and gain access to the Agitator Discord over on Agitator Z. That's the $5 a month Agitator Z tier on Patreon.com slash Agitator.
1: And... And you ask them, hey
0: <laughs> So anyways in Lady
1: Snowblood there's, uh, um, <laughs> the,
0: I didn't say uh, it. I didn't say it. I'm just saying I'm saying blister. that's what I would have said.
1: If if, if I would if said, I was gonna say something. Yeah. <laughs> We're having fun. We're just goofing around.
0: We're just goofing. I'm just goofing. I'm just a big goof, man. Lots of
1: blood in Lady Snowblood it's even in the title
0: lots of blood it's yeah the snow even turns red like blood um it snows blood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no the blood looks fucking amazing i forgot how great and did uh did lady snowblood start this shit where you hack someone's limb off and then it's just like sprays everywhere i don't
1: know that's a really good question it's the earliest one that i can think of but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I couldn't say. It's definitely the first one that comes most... to mind. It's the brightest blood out of any movie I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. It's it's bright red. And it's
0: got that like Tim Burton uh, paint, like red, mm-hmm. bright red paint blood. It's probably what it was. It's was
1: probably lead based paint that they were just spraying all over the place.
0: Just spraying mm-hmm. all over everybody. Spraying on children's faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm no it's beautiful uh inspired pretty much fucking everything samurai related that came after it obviously kill bill everything from the kill list to the legacy of carrying on this you know your the burden slash legacy of your ancestors or uh or your parents and then the uh, out of the not ins- what the fuck am I trying to say the out of sequence that like out of order mm-hmm. plot structure because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like straightforward it's just this chick is born in prison her mom is like you're a demon you're gonna finish my mission of vengeance she does in a nutshell and then uh and then she's killed except dun 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 not really yeah uh, yeah but it's all out of order because it's like perfectly. It, the rhythm of it is just so cool. Mm-hmm.
1: What are your favorite bits from the movie?
0: Uh, I <laughs> this isn't my favorite bit, but I don't know why. It's just like whenever um I was cracking up when she's on the last bitch the the chick who was present. So what happened was like her mom, her her dad. And, well not her dad but her mom's husband and their child the husband and child were killed by this gang that was like if you there are these people that are all like dressed in white and they're supposed to be like coming in and stealing they're part of some like infiltrating gang or whatever coming to villages and spying and he's a priest or no a school teacher he's a school teacher they're walking along a path and he's like all dressed in white and they're like hey you're wearing white we're gonna kill you and they kill him and she's like i will kill all of you and she kills one of them and then gets put in prison she kills him by like marrying him well they take her rape her a bunch she ends up like being the girlfriend i guess of one of them one of the dudes there's four attackers i'm doing a great job of the synopsis uh it's like confusing to recap a movie that's really simple but told all out of order (laughs) but that's part of what i mean it's just it's a vengeance movie i mean that's that's it there's like somebody was raped and then somebody was killed and somebody's like I'm going to kill you cuz you raped and killed this other person and then she gives birth to a demon daughter who finishes her quest so out of that
1: uh, but, uh, what was your uh, favorite uh scene
0: the when when the family's attacked oh <laughs> there's just there's a ton of like it looks really cool there's like a ton of blood spraying everywhere it's like at this nice little tranquil uh creek and uh, the juxtaposition of like the brutality occurring and like just the cold heartedness of mm-hmm. it along with it being some of the most beautiful shots of the movie or just plus the music. Uh, they, like you say, it has that 70s like and, like fast scat jazz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just tight. The whole movie is good though. The whole ending, the whole climax where... She's hunting down the, the last chick who was part of the group. She, uh, she's, like, sneaky. She's got a gang that she hired to keep her, to, like, protect her and fight for her and shit. And, uh, and she's got a gun. Like, she keeps trying to keep distance. She's, like, shooting at her and everything. Um, the part I thought was funny is they're all trapped in this, uh, this little shack... It's like a double deck or like a it's like a rice storage barn or something. And um the the chick she's chasing after is up on the upper level. And uh or no, she's down below with all of her goons and Lady Snowblood's up on the top and she like she starts shooting at her, so Lady Snowblood throws a, a sand bomb and this dude goes, Ah, It's a sand bomb. (laughs) 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 That's tight. That's good.
1: How does this movie relate to uh, what you've been going through?
0: So I was thinking about it because a lot of the common like takeaway from With Vengeance Tales and like the West especially are, you know, it you become the thing that you're trying to the monster that you're trying to suppress because you just you you like become absorbed in it or whatever right so it's like always a uh it's always got this negative like revenge will tear you apart it'll turn you into the thing that you hate but i was watching lady snowblood and i was like she's kind of a selfless character and even when like you know they're like i want you to imbue her with the spirit of a demon she's supposed to just be her whole purpose is to be a killer and she's being trained you know by the the whole master yoda montage sequence she's being trained as a child and she's always getting butt hurt like you you always call me a demon when you scold me like you fucking meanie uh it's like she shows signs of humanity and everything and um but the way it, i was thinking about it is like so revenge she's on a she's on a quest to serve her mother to fulfill her mother's wishes she never deters from that she's never like i want to live my own life have you ever thought about me have you ever like she just commits she's like this is my life i'm supposed to kill these motherfuckers for my mom uh and it's got me it had me thinking about how like i all the shit like the war path i've been on with uh art shit um i've got several books that i'm writing to drop this year very specifically for selling to indiv- to specific markets um which in saying that it's like that's oh, i'm selling out this year it's like they're really good i think it's all like conceptually and the way that they're all turning out too i think will just be my best shit yet mm-hmm. but also Easily, like, 100% sellable to, like, the markets I'm trying to hit. Um, Which which are high goals as well, like, Hollywood, uh, school, trying to get into classrooms and shit. Classrooms and on movie screens. Uh, Plus all the shit that we're doing with Agitator, the New Directions, um, sort of guru business model the uh, Course coming up everything that like I'm in full Legacy establishing mode So that the royalties start coming in broken river is shot into outer space by the end of the year and uh, Because I don't know how much longer I got and I mean that's not even to be like it's not even really to be morbid because i don't want I don't want to die. I don't have a death wish, you know I'm not like I'm gonna die this year, but it's like what if what if I do mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what if I do so like my very clear very uh like all all in mission is these things to make sure that whoever everybody that i leave behind is like benefits mm-hmm. so it's like a i don't know it kind of feels like binge, it's like avenging my own death by mm. <laughs> i like mm. you know and instead of, it's like the inverse she has a family taken from her and wants to and like seek out punishment on the things that took the family from her, and I'm like, there's potential I could leave this family, and I want to impart a a rich legacy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>